as I was walking along the road today, I noticed some an, an unhelpful train of thought arise. And I did what I normally do, which was to focus on the breath. And I, th I think something like a hundred yards later, it's gone. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I can't remember what it was. Now, what went on? I used a couple of practices. Um, practice number one was to focus on the breath. In this case, it's the breath in the nostrils. Yeah, and another thing that I did was the self-compassion mantra and I combined them both and we'll do that today so you can get a bit of insight into it I don't always do it like this you know there's a whole bundle of different ways of using returning to the breath to neutralize unhelpful thought patterns Let's start at the top. What's an unhelpful thought pattern? Wonder of this practice is you get to choose. Yeah, you get to choose what an unhelpful thought pattern is. And you can change that. You know, so if you, for any reason, want to let that particular mind loop run, you can do it. Or alternatively, you can say, right, I'm not having any of that. Like I've explained a couple of times in the last couple of weeks, there's a danger that we perceive that as controlling the mind. We're not. What we're doing is influencing it. And there are a few words that I use quite often. Intervene is one of them. Another one is capture. And another one is hijack. What we're actually doing is we're using our inner dialogue. So in my case, these thoughts weren't it weren't actually language, although you know most most of my thoughts are language. And the I think this is I'm probably quite average in this which is that my thoughts have a tendency to have a language element to them. So the direction of my mind was towards some pointless doom scenario. And I noticed that and I intervened in it with the breath. The direction of the mind, the focus of the mind was actually the thing that I was hijacking that I'd captured and brought into the present moment and it was literally a process of bringing my attention to the present moment from the direction that the mind had chosen so that we could say there that what we're actually doing is refocusing our awareness and 
that we're making a conscious choice about the focus of our awareness. So, I mean, if you take that doom-laden scenario, it's something that I can do quite a lot about. It, it either is or it isn't. If it's something that I can do quite a lot about, then I'll do those things. I find that my mind brings to me solutions to my problems without me having to dig deep into a repetitive mind loop. Pretty confident that back in the day, prior to developing these skills, I believed, and I believe that most people believe this if you stop the person in the street, it's one of the ways that we have of rationalizing our worry. I believe that most people believe, and I believe that I believed, that it was the repetitive nature of the mind. Maintaining this problem in my awareness that caused my mind to construct a solution to it. Ah, that's not the case. Now, the thing is, is this, if you all you've ever known is mind loops, you use it to validate and to describe your experience. You even use it to validate yourself. You know? M many people are worriers and they'll rationalize their worrying. But we all know really that if they had the choice they'd stop and that rationalization of worry with the belief that it's the worry that retains the focus that provides a solution to the problems you would only ever know that's not the case once you have a skill that enables you to have an alternative to that. Unfortunately, this is a bit of a binary thing. Either you develop the skills to be able to recover your attention from the largely unwanted and unhelpful repetitive persistent thought patterns or you become a slave to a narrative that you've adopted in your mind I say adopted because pretty much our thoughts aren't our own you know we're, we are a social animal so we share our thoughts, that's what culture is, that's what interaction is, that's what peers are. This, we're, we're doing it now, you know. We get together, you know, do these meditations, people co go home, they practice them, we get together, people talk about them, there's feedback, it's a constant process, we're sharing our thoughts, we're... Uh, collaborating and connecting with these thoughts it's it's a common narrative um, and so it's, it's it's it is a genetic blueprint 
activity for the mind to have thoughts that are shared. Uh, our problem arises when that narrative, which is the driver of those thoughts, actually becomes largely unhelpful for everybody and captured by various interests who benefit from the narrative having certain focuses and ignoring other ones. And, and it seems to me also that there's a great deal of benefit from the n narrative that worries kind of okay because it keeps you focused and stress is okay because it's the thing that's going to drive you to solve your problems and so on. And I hear all of this and I believe that it's really unhelpful. And so that's one of the reasons that I do what I do, that I teach what I teach. So we'll introduce that into today's training. Okay. So if you just want to get yourselves comfortable. And what we'll do is use this tool to help to bring our awareness away from our mind loops and the autopilot and back to the undistracted awareness of the experience of the present moment, also known as mindfulness. So if our minds are reasonably calm, then that sound is sufficient to draw our attention out of any repetitive mental process, the focus of the mental process. Hopefully isn't too intense and enables us to become present simply by noticing the passage of time through the sound of the bell. 
but that might not always be the case. And by far the most powerful tool to regain your attention is the breath. And in this instance, what we'll do is focus our attention on the breath in the nostrils. Just at the point where the air enters and leaves the nostril. The in-breath, the sharpness and coolness of the in-breath is what draws our attention into the present moment. The out-breath is the parasympathetic pump that pumps the stress out of our bodies. Sharp in-breath back to the present moment. Cool in-breath, warm out-breath. The warm, relaxing out-breath, helping us to release tension. Present. relaxation present relaxation and we can notice this happening as we focus on the breath just practice that for the next two or three minutes Cool breath in, warm breath out.
we're going to do is move over to a practice of returning to the breath. So when we notice unhelpful thought patterns, or notice that our mind is drawn to something that's less useful than being present, Returning to the breath as it's known, focusing on the sharpness of the in-breath and the warmth of the out-breath sometimes is enough. And at other points, we might want to introduce a mantra. Now we know that focusing on the sharp in-breath silences the mind. So we just need the mantra on the out breath. If it's an unhelpful thought, often it's against me. We want to turn that dial on our, on our heads away from our AM to FM. We want the thoughts to be for me. Positive self-talk. It's the self-compassion mantra. So breathing in sharply. Breathing out, saying in your mind, may I be well. On the first out breath, sharp in breath. Second out breath, may I be happy. Third in breath, sharp in breath, breathing out, may I find peace of mind. In breath, breathing out, may I be well. In breath, breathing out, may I be happy. May I find peace of mind. We'll just practice that for a couple of minutes. Repeating the mantra on each out breath.
And so then what we want to do is return to a balanced state. So whatever we're doing, walking along, seated, lying, whatever, whatever we're up to. The thing to do then is to check in with the body. there's stress you may need to do some breathing practices nice easy ones the four six breaths view it as a cycle rather than a sh um, than an in-breath and an out-breath like a, if you're watching a a bicycle coming towards you and it's got a light on the rim and it's dark it's got a single light as the wheel turns goes up goes down it's only as it goes past you look at it and you see it's going round and round that we want the round and roundness of the breath in the four six breath in all breathing And then we're using a counting as a mantra. We're using the inner dialogue again still. But breathing in, 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000, 3, 1,000, 4, 1,000. Breathing out, 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000, 3, 1,000, 4, 1,000, 5, 1,000, 6, 1,000. 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000, 3, 1,000, 4, 1,000. 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000. 3, 1,000, 4, 1,000, 5, 1,000, 6, 1,000, and repeat. So just practice that for a minute. Allowing yourself to release tension from wherever you're noticing it on the out-breath. throughout all these practices whatever intense thought pattern there may happen to be may draw itself back into our attention and we need to accept that as it is but what we can do is turn our inner eye away from it and towards the experience of the present moment. And there's many, many practices that we can use for that. So the four tens is one of those.
beginning by focusing your attention on the eyes, the centre of the eyeballs. Tongue up against the sharp part of the bottom teeth in contact with the back of the top teeth. And we're releasing tension from the eyes, the forehead, eyebrows, eyes and cheeks as we breathe out. And we're counting the out-breaths. Again, we're maintaining our influence over the inner dialogue and our influence over the focus of the mind away from whatever thought process it is into the experience of the present moment releasing tension on the out breath and you count 10 out breaths focusing on the eyes scanning down forehead eyebrows eyes and cheeks Head balanced comfortably on top of the spine, elbows by the side. Maintaining that very gentle contact between the tongue and the sharp part of the bottom teeth. Breathing in normally, breathing out. Mouth and lips, jaw and throat. Gently scanning down. Releasing tension. Counting of the out breaths is us influencing the inner dialogue. Breathing in normally, bringing our attention to the base of the skull, breathing out, down both of the shoulder muscles to the shoulders. the trapezius muscles that hold our shoulders up that are so often tense in the modern world and breathing out scanning downwards for 10 out breaths
breathing in normally, bringing our attention to the wrist, breathing out, scanning down either across the palm or across the back of your hand, whichever's most comfortable, down to the tips of your fingers, finger and thumb very gently in contact if that works for you. Again, we're using the inner voice to count the out-breaths. Breathing in normally, bringing our attention to the space between the eyes. Breathing out gently, eyes, jaw, shoulders, hands. Down through the torso, the legs, down through the feet and into the ground. The in-breath, attention to the space between the eyes. Out-breath down over the entire body. If you're doing this checking in with the body and the mind pipes up again, then you just return to the original practice, focusing on the sharpness of the in-breath with the self-compassion mantra on the out-breath. Then you can come back to the body What we're looking for is balance. allow your mind to be free. We're just aware of the experience of the present moment. And what we're doing here is we're measuring the effect that we've had is the intensive focus of the mind still there. How strong is it? Has it diminished? Which of those practices work the best? It might, it might be that focusing on the breath with the self-compassion mantra and the out-breath isn't the one that neutralizes it the most. Could depend on the nature of the thought pattern. 
if the mind's reasonably calm. Bring our attention to the rising and falling of the belly. Or the passage of sound through time. But if you need to, return to one of the other practices. very, very own time. Connecting to the present moment through the movement of sound through time. Gently return your attention to your surroundings. Okay, so there you go. That's a, a bit of insight into a practice that you can use to intervene in the repetitive, persistent, unhelpful nature of the mind. Work differently for different folks. But I would say overall, it's pretty universal that focusing on the sharp part of the in-breath, that's the way to get back to now. There's a lot of now in that sharp in-breath. And there's a lot of relaxation in the long, warm, relaxing out-breath as well. So it's just a matter of finding it there. And we can do that through practice and we can also use it in our day uh, and get back to now because uh, this is where it all happens folks and it's a it's a, a cherry you only get one bite of and then it's gone there's a, a now five minutes ago that's gone and we were either benefiting from it or we weren't
Okay, so that's it for tonight.